So I was going to just skip this episode. I was going to tell, let everybody know. I'm like, hey, sorry, I don't have an episode this week because I'm going on vacation. Um, because next Sunday is my 50... My 50th birthday. I turned 50. Hooray. By the way, it, welcome. It's uh, Still Sober with John Raven. Uh, if you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane in this crazy world. So, yeah, 50. I got in the mail this week my membership details to apply for AARP. That's that's your wake-up call, the AARP membership. Um, true to form, at, as an uh, old person's, uh, you know, discount organization to help old people, you can sign up, and it's, it's very cheap. I think it's like, what is it, like 16 bucks a year? Or like uh, you can pay for multiple years in a row. I don't know. But uh, it's like, all right, well, you know, I do want the discount. If I'm going to be old, let's lean into it, right? Um, It's like, yes, send check or money order to... Check or money order? What? (laughs) Jesus. I got to... There's got to be a way to do it online. There's got to be a way. But I'm definitely getting my AARP card. Anyway, yeah, so we're celebrating my birthday by going to Chicago. I went to Chicago with my wife five years ago. I may have talked about it on the podcast. I know I did. I was still doing the podcast then. Um, I think I had just started. But, uh, so we're going. And I'm going to watch. And we're going to, I don't know, walk around, see things. Um, eat at this Italian restaurant we went five years ago. That was so badass. I'm gonna gonna do that again, and then we're gonna go to Soldier Field on Sunday on my birthday and watch the Chicago Bears play the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, if you're not following football, that sounds exciting. If you are following football, you're going, oh, those tickets must be cheap. Because both those teams are not good. The Chicago Bears are not good. And their quarterback just got hurt. Las Vegas Raiders are slightly better. But they are not good. And their quarterback just got hurt. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is playing. So we may have Brian Hoyer versus... Tyson Badgett, undrafted rookie. It's an undrafted rookie starting for the uh, Chicago Bears. Great. And I follow the team. Did you hear how long it took me to look them up? I follow them. But no, I bought these tickets at the end of May. At a pretty hefty price. And now, 
we get to see a one and five team go up against a two and four team. Unless they're two and three. I think they're two and four. Maybe. Did they win? No. They've only won twice. It's got to be two and four. Anyway, regardless, it's not good. But that's not the point. The point is, it's an NFL game, and it's motherfucking Soldier Field. I'm excited. Um, Much like when I went to uh, Lambeau Field in Green Bay. Me and my wife went, and we watched uh, the Packers play the Seattle Seahawks in kind of a snooze fest, honestly. It was... was Russell Wilson's last year there and uh, Aaron Rodgers second to the last year and it was uh, on paper a very boring game but it was exciting to be there so I'm, I'm looking forward to that and um, so I wasn't going to have a whole lot and that's probably all I'll talk about next week's episode because I'll have just gotten back uh, and I'll get to tell you all about it so um, so that's what's going on for right now. I've been spending most of my time um, working my ass off, putting in extra hours. Because I'm going to be gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's technically only three days I'm missing of work. Four days if you count the Sunday. Because normally I work on Sundays and I watch football while I work. Because i got to get out of the house. There's plenty of work to do, so I put in the overtime, and um, so I've got to cover that. i got to make sure everything's okay, because I have control issues, and I'm afraid of leaving things to other people, so there'll be a lot of people doing work, but uh, <laughs> good luck to them. I'm like, I'm sure you'll be able to figure it out. So I've been working a lot. And um, let me tell you, in related relation to, to working and making money. I wish there was money in integrity. <laughs> There's no money in integrity, guys. I don't know if you know that. There's nothing like being uh, like, uh, you know, having your ethics and your integrity to just kind of sit there and go, oh, I really could be cashing in on this. can't call up my apartment complex and go, hey, can I pay my rent in integrity this week? No? Hmm. Kind of reminds me of like when back in the day they'd do stand-up shows um, that would pay nothing but they would offer you exposure. You know, like, ooh, exposure. Like an independent film. I was like, oh, we can't pay you, but uh, you'll get exposure. Oh, yeah, can I pay my rent with exposure? You cannot. Can you eat on exposure? No. And you can't eat with integrity. Integrity does not pay for your meal. It's like, I've got... A newfound respect for that guy. Really? Got respect for him. I mean, you're going to give him money? Oh, hell no. Besides, I respect him. He's He's got integrity. He wouldn't accept that money. And uh, that's true. 
I want to accept it. Fuck. Stupid integrity. Good. Makes me feel good about myself. My poor fucking self. Uh, give me a chance to sell out somebody. No? It's too late? Yeah, nobody wants a 50-year-old man to sell out. Okay. That just comes with the territory, I guess. So here's some news. You probably didn't catch this because um, the opioid crisis and fentanyl are not currently buzz words. They're not, uh, they're not all the rage right now. But the um, Sinaloa cartel in Mexico, which is, um, that's the, uh, that's El Chapo, El Chapo's, uh, cartel that's, uh, running down from the, um, four, four of El Chapo's sons that I think that are running the, uh, um, the cartel. Um, they said that they've, they have now, they were the top exporter of fentanyl to the United States. And they've just now announced PR style that they have banned the production and trafficking of fentanyl. And they've already killed several of their suppliers who refused to stop. They apparently, let's see, they handed down, the shift handed down in June when they started getting, they started turning the heat and, uh, you know, it was it was actually kind of kind of peaking this summer when you were hearing about like fentanyl deaths. So people um, did not uh, uh, they didn't stop. So they started killing their suppliers, and they've uh, found bodies covered with blue pills, basically saying, "Hey, told them to stop." Um, it says more than a dozen banners appeared in trafficking hubs this month announcing the ban signed. By the Chapitos and their allies, the journal reported. Mid-level Sinaloa cartel operative told the, told the journal he's now destroying the 25 fentanyl labs he oversaw. Some stopped producing, others kept producing, and we are killing them, he said. Um, about a dozen people involved in the uh, recalcitrant... Oh, good word. A fentanyl underworld have gone missing in the past 10 days, a local human rights advocate told the journal. Um, so Mexican security consultant Ed, Edward, Eduardo Guerrero said that Chapitos are worried about getting arrested and extradited to the U.S. like their dad uh, and and, uh, and one of their brothers. So, um, so they decided they wanted to... Uh, they're going... They're going... No on fentanyl because they want the U.S. law enforcement to focus their anti-fentanyl crackdown efforts on the rival cartel, the uh, Jalisco uh, New Generation cartel. Uh, Mexican and U.S. officials were skeptical the ban was more than short-term PR. Um, I don't know. It sounds it sounds like a good move, and you're like, all right, good for them. They're gonna stop. Uh, they're gonna stop uh, sending fentanyl. Good for them. Um, but this is what the operative said. In the meantime, the Sinaloa operative hopes an upsurge in the demand for Mexican brown heroin or a more refined product known as China White will tide him over. Will, will tide him over the end of fentanyl. And he goes, and then he said, 
Um, if that doesn't work, you can always traffic guns from the U.S. Ah, <laughs> oh, isn't that pleasant? They're like, no, well, I suppose if we have to give up fentanyl, we could always go back to selling heroin. And if that doesn't work out, there's always guns. Lots and lots of guns. Because we can buy them in the U.S. and when we can sell them down here. So interesting. So good. It kind of good. How is... That's, that's the... Man, this generation. I feel sorry for him, man. That that's... That that's the good news. The good news. Hey, good news, everybody. Heroin's coming back. Uh, Mexican brown, um, probably mixed up and turned into black tar. Um, or China white. Yeah, good luck. It depends on the part of the country. In Texas, no, you're not going to get China white. That's, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, good luck. So, so that's interesting news. That's uh, That tells you how bad it is. It's bad enough that the cartels are like, all right, let's do something else. God forbid we got to go back to weed. Um, not for, you know, even for temporary, if, that's a, if there's a way to cut it off. They'll, I mean, you know, and don't, don't worry if you've got an addiction, I'm sure they will substitute it with something equally as shitty. Um, probably come up with another synthetic opioid that's, um, even more suspect. Yeah. But, uh, that's, that's the, the latest in your drug news. Stillsoberpod at gmail.com for any questions or comments that are positive to neutral. Um, I will say one more thing because this irritates the shit out of me. There was a quote said by our president in a speech involving the Israel. Hamas thing. And it's come up, it comes up all, every once in a while. It's like, a, it's a cycle. Everything's so cyclical. Things come up. This this whole incident, cyclical, right? Um, and the quote comes from, uh, I think it's from Jeanette Sagan originally, which was, silence in the face of injustice is, com- is complicity with the oppressor. Um, and I think that's what Biden had said. Silence is complicity. Listen, I get what you're saying, but like anything, I don't care what people say and I don't consider it news typically, but this, this made me think that this, this made me roll my eyes because the thing about it is, is that the only people that are being silent are people who don't want to sound like all the assholes who are being loud. Because that's what everybody sounds like when they feel like they have to vocalize something. 
I got to let you know where I stand. I'm like, this is, you're on Instagram, man. I'm here for cats. You know, I want to see you take a picture of your vacation that shows how, how you're living your best life. You know, to, in an attempt to make us all feel um, that we're not living as good of a life as you or whatever the hell you're doing. Um, the, the, a funny reel, a.k.a. adult, uh, old man, um, TikTok. I don't come here for takes. Why don't you take your take to, um, what is it, what is, whatever fucking threads, that's what it's called, whatever the stupid uh, Facebook's, you know, Twitter um, copycat, or go to X slash Twitter, go talk your shit and help in absolutely no way. Why don't you go to a protest? to state your beliefs. So you protest to no one who can directly affect what's going on. Like your college campus, you fucking morons. You know, we're protesting. Go to class. Jesus Christ. What a huge waste of time. Everybody with their strong opinions. I read a Wikipedia article and now I'm caught up. Great. Let's hear what you got, Lester. It's, it reminds me of the whole, you know, talking about uh, the conspiracy theorists always talking about how, you know, wake up, sheeple. No, everybody needs to go back to sleep. It was better when we were all asleep. Nobody, nobody more needs to wake up. That's what's, it's actually harming the country is everybody is, is awake slash woke slash awake, whatever it is, whatever it is that they are. I've got opinions and I've, um, I'm half informed and here it comes every single person. I am not an expert, but. And then they just dump out their opinions. Nobody listens to anybody else. They just dump them out. I'm like, I think we need more silence. Because if enough people are quiet enough, especially the dumb ones, then maybe the smart ones that have reasonable things to say at a reasonable volume will come through and we'll get to hear those instead of um, the loud comments. The loudest ones, which is usually the dumbest. Dumb equals loud. Always has. People do not shout things that are smart. When you're in a bar, and the music is playing, and you can hear somebody talking really loudly because they're drunk and they need attention, they never say anything intelligent. You know, nobody's ever yelling. Some profound shit. So, no more yelling. Everybody shut the fuck up. This, this seems like a... a, a, a this, is, this is out of our league. This is above our pay grade. Everybody. Support who you want to support. 
donate what you don't want to donate. But really, shut the fuck up. Really? Come on. That's it. It's like, hey, everybody, shut up. <laughs> Including me. You kidding? I've had one social media post in over a year. I did it on Instagram, and it was a picture of that goddamn AARP envelope. You can check it out now. All right, guys. I'll talk about Chicago next week. We'll see you. Later. Disconnect the telephone line